Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I talked to Andy Greeter from the St. Paul Pioneer Press yesterday while I was out at the Minnesota State Fair. Had some questions for him about Minnesota United as well as uh, Golden Gopher football. But I want to continue the conversation about Golden Gopher football with the founder of Gopher Guru and Vikings Corner. His name is Daniel House. Give him a follow on Twitter at Daniel House NFL. And he's joining us here courtesy of the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. How you been, Daniel? Lake, what's going on, man? It's football season. We're back again. I'm, I'm looking forward to chatting with you. I missed uh, talking with you for a while. Yeah, no, we're we're back, man. Like it's funny because. Chris earlier was like, why is nobody talking about Packer Week? Why is nobody talking about this and that? I just think because we've had the state fair, we've had a lot of other things that have been kind of percolating in society. But you know this. Now after watching the last weekend of college football and now that we're getting into week one of the National Football League, it's back on. It's back on. I think people with the NFL, it, it kind of with the extended uh, regular season now and that extra week that you have after training camp gets done, it seems like it takes forever to play the first game. So it, it could be a little bit of that fatigue too. Yeah, no question about it. Well, last Thursday, the uh, the Golden Gophers kicked off their season at Huntington Bank. They defeated New Mexico State, led by Jerry Kill, thirty eight nothing. Um, I didn't see the score being 38 nothing. I thought it'd be more like 38-10. But then again, it's New Mexico State, and they're garbage. They're absolutely god-awful. To, to me, you can make the case that they're the worst team in Division One because I saw their previous game the week before, that Saturday uh-huh. night. And so I, I knew that they were going to get blown out. But, man, 38 nothing. good performance by the Minnesota Golden Gophers. But – at the end of the day, though, Daniel, and I, I want your, your thoughts on this and, and uh, perspective on it. I was mildly impressed with the Gophers, and I know people will be like, well, hold on, like they didn't give up a point. I get that, but that's how much I think of New Mexico State. They are awful. Yeah, I mean, New Mexico State has one of the worst programs in America and one of the worst facilities out there, so Jerry Kill kind of walked into a, a mess there, but and you look at the Gophers having to come out and just execute, uh, do everything at a high level for the first time. I mean, the defense was on the field for just 33 snaps, Lake. That's, based upon my research, that's the lowest output in any college game since 2017. So it's very rare that a defense is able to kind of limit the amount of opportunities, explosive plays, and just totally shut down an offense, get a ton of three and outs, and then the offense just controlling the ball for like over 40 minutes. And 
you know, but I liked what I saw, Lake, in terms of just the confidence of Tanner Morgan in that game, being able to pass the ball with the RPO game and also have some things off of that with play action and the drop back game and just the comfort and feel of having Kurt Shiraka back as offensive coordinator was pretty apparent. And to see Mo run like he did coming off of that injury, I mean, we saw all the traits that made him special before the injury, the vision, the contact balance, the feel as a runner. So, you know, not only him, but Trey Potts as well. I mean, there are questions about whether he'd ever play again, but he made it back out there in flash. So there were a lot of things there just to see the key offensive players perform well, even if it was against New Mexico State. I mean, I just look at New Mexico State, and between two quarterbacks, they had 53 yards total passing. They had 38 yards rushing. Like, when do you see? I mean, Chris is over here, like, ready to, he's ready to, like, throw up in studio. Like, you just don't see that. I, it's unbelievable. But getting back to Mo, you mentioned Mo, you mentioned Trey. It was good to see both those guys coming back of, uh, coming off of significant injuries, be back out there and look very, very good. Yeah, that's what you want to see coming off what they did and what they went through. It's just nice to see them back out on the field. And the offensive line challenge together for them as well. It's a new group, had a lot of experienced guys lead, but there were people ready behind them sort of developing up. Left tackle Ariante Ursary stood out while watching the game back, reviewing it. I think he has a chance to be one of the best overall offensive linemen that the Gophers have had under flag, and they've had some good ones with Daniel Falele getting picked high in the last NFL draft, but Ursary, his athletic ability is pretty rare, and the staff is very excited about him. And then Quinn Carroll got the start at right tackle. Everybody was kind of wondering who would end up playing there. Three guys competing uh, during spring and fall practices. Quinn came later, so he kind of had to get up to speed after transferring from Notre Dame. But I thought he flashed in the ground game and is kind of continuing to polish it up. So that's what you really want to see moving forward, Lake, is just the offensive line starting to get that kind of duty together and gel just because they haven't played much together. And you want to be clicking at the right time when Big Ten play starts in a couple of weeks. Talking to Daniel House, Gophers guru, uh, joining us here on uh, The Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. Give him a follow on Twitter at Daniel House NFL. Uh, this question is one that I'm very, very curious to hear your response to. We typically going into a Gopher season, we know who the best wideout is. I actually don't know the answer to that question, so I'm going to ask you, who is the best receiver for the Minnesota Golden Gophers this season? Ooh, that's, that's a good question. I'd have to go with Chris Ottman-Bell, but Dalen Wright's the interesting wild card just because he has the most natural ability. He, he, when you go to a practice and you watch him, he's got the body control and the leap to just go up and get balls that you don't see players you know, able to go up and get very often, like, Everyone you speak with that has worked around the program, they all say that he has some of the most natural talent of anybody that they've worked with there. But, you know, Bell, just his ability to attack the football and contested catch situations. And then also seeing Kirk get him some stuff underneath through play designs to really allow him to create after the catch. Like the Gophers were dead last last season among Power 5 teams and yards after the catch. They only had 813 yards after the catch last year total for the whole season. In the first game, they had 117. So I think that's going to be a major emphasis is getting the ball to playmakers in space. But I'd have to go with Bell. But keep an eye on Wright because if everything clicks for him, I think he's got to do a little bit better job blocking on the perimeter. It's a huge thing that Minnesota asks of its wide receivers. So if he wants to have a large snap share and be able to really maximize his potential, that's one area he has to work on. But 
no questioning his uh, talent and overall ability. All right, next up for the Golden Gophers is Western Illinois. Uh, they are next up on the schedule this coming Saturday, 11 a.m. kickoff, which is <laughs> – I, I typically I like the uh, the later kickoffs, and when I say later, I'm talking about anything afternoon because typically with the Lake Show, I've been on from nine until one, and so I'm sleeping in on Saturday morning. Now I got the new time slot. Now six to nine, I'll be better off getting up a little bit earlier on Saturdays now. So it's all good. The Colorado game is a perfect window there because it starts at two uh, thirty. That's a two thirty kick on uh, September the seventeenth. But what do you know? of Western Illinois. Give me a little bit of what you know about them right now. Western Illinois has 80 new players on their roster. They've won a combined three games over the past two seasons and haven't been to the FCS playoffs since 2017. Hired a brand-new coach, Myers Hendrickson, comes from Kansas Wesleyan, where he had a lot of success there, 31-4 and record in three years, but tons of new personnel. 58 players on their spring game roster, they had to kind of reset, get some players in there. And we saw for the first time them play against UT Martin this past week. They started Henry Ogala at quarterback and pulled him for Nick Davenport in the third quarter. Uh, they show a lot of variety offensively, so that's something for fans to watch for. Like, you'll see a lot of different personnel grouping, late shifts, people lining up in different spots. It's part of their offensive philosophy, but – one of the things that stood out was just how wore down their defense got. They were on the field for 80-plus plays. Uh, we're getting run all over in the second half. You could just see them getting wore down, giving up explosive plays. But I'd say the best overall player is a wide receiver, Nassim Bradley, number 18. He had three touchdowns, six catches for 171 yards. A big possession-style receiver who can go up and get the ball in traffic. So he's one of the mismatched players that, that really had a lot of success in the last game. So those are just, that's kind of a brief overview of, of their program. I got to be honest with you. Um, uh, I, I, let me transition back to New Mexico State for a quick second because I was rather disgruntled for the last few months with uh, Jerry Kill. I didn't, like, I, I didn't like what Jerry Kill was saying about P.J. Fleck. I didn't like how he was kind of getting after P.J. And I never liked how he went after P.J. and his ex-wife and all that. I, that's, just, that's off grounds, man. That's, just, that's off limits. You don't do that. That that. But at the end of it, after losing 38 nothing and seeing that they had multiple handshakes and all that stuff, in the, in the post-game um, press conference, he said things that I expected out of Jerry Kill. He seemed to me to be in a more humbled state than where he had been previously. Now, do I think that things will ever um, get swept under the rug? No, I think there will always be that... that um, a little bit of animosity, a little bit of hurt, a little bit of just being frustrated at how things shook out, not only for him at Minnesota, but also for Tracy Clays. But I do like the fact that he was um, a little bit more reflective after the game on Thursday, um, After, well, specifically after they got blown out. Yeah, I think you saw him coming back, just kind of remembering what it was like. I'm sure a lot of things were flowing about, you know, leaving there and how things went, maybe some regret as to how, you know, he handled everything with his health, maybe wishes he would have stepped away versus, you know, or just did like a leave of absence versus stepping away permanently. You know, a lot of things going through his mind, but, you know, he saw what it was like there and what the program's like and reflect now. With, I mean, the student section was crazy. It was just packed with a lot of energy and excitement for the first game of the year, and it just kind of shows you where the program's at now with the, the excitement level and how Flex kind of really – 
taken it to another level and won some big games, you know, beating Wisconsin twice now. And uh, that's been exciting for the fan base. So I think a lot of reflection for Jerry just coming back and, and seeing where, where he was before and, and now where the program's at. All right, final thing for you, Daniel, and it's a pretty simple question. Where do you see the Gophers falling in the Big Ten this year? I know that we've got Western Illinois and then we got Colorado before they jump into um, the Big Ten schedule at Michigan State, but uh, how do you think things stack up for them this year? I'm very excited to watch the first two Big Ten games, Lake. I know the crossover games for Minnesota with Michigan State and Penn State, both. I know on paper people are kind of going, well, those are probably two games that they're struggling. But when you look at the matchups, the O-lines for both teams, I think Rossi can come up with some unique schemes defensively for those matchups. And I think there's some schematic things that they can do with both of those opponents. They have better crossover games than a lot of the other Big Ten West opponents. They don't have to play Ohio State or Michigan. So they have a better draw there. And I also look at the Big Ten West. Iowa's offense is just looking absolutely terrible, doesn't look any better. You know their defense will be strong, so we'll see if that can carry them along with field position. But what I'm watching is Wisconsin and Purdue Lake. I look at Purdue, different style of football being airing it out. They haven't been able to run the ball in the Big Ten, and I think that's something that holds them back a little bit where you can only pass so much. You have to be able to maintain that physicality to be able to win games. I mean, you watch the Penn State game, if Purdue gets one more first down, they probably win the game. Instead, they're throwing 11 passes to one run in a huge stretch and only run a little bit of time off the clock at the end. So Purdue definitely has a lot of talent on the roster and is getting better on defense, but I'm not sure if they can maintain it not being able to run the ball. And then Wisconsin, does Graham Mertz take a big step forward? That's what I'm really watching with them. The receiver play, I don't know if they have enough receivers to really create a dynamic you know, passing attack. And Braylon Allen at running backs, obviously – one of the biggest weapons in the Big Ten, but also their secondary on defense. I'm keeping an eye on that. But, you know, I look at Minnesota and I see, you know, the depth of their defense and having Kirk Scirocco back offensively. I think it's going to come down to Purdue, Wisconsin, and Minnesota for the Big Ten West. Nice. All right, to give him a follow on Twitter at Daniel House NFL. It's Daniel House, Gophers Guru, joining us here on The Lake Show. Hey, Daniel, man, we'll catch up with you soon. Hey, thanks for having me, Late. Good catching up. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 